The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. There is no escaping the big news of the day, and it is the appearance of Ryan Tuberty and his agent Noel Kelly before not one but two Oireachtas committees. Those appearances ongoing, they are still in front of the media committee uh, answering questions himself and Noel Kelly at the moment. I uh, said on God, day one of this, what are we on, 19 days ago? On day one, I said, listen, I don't mind saying it again, Ryan Tuberty, I think, is great at his job and deserves to be paid well, but he had questions to answer and I didn't think it would take this long to get those answers. But finally, almost three weeks in, finally, we've got some answers uh, from him and boy, did Tubbs come out swinging uh, today. There is now a gaping chasm between Ryan Tuberty and his effective employer, RTE and RTE management. He has accused them of a whole host of wrongdoing uh, today. And and even if you agree with Ryan and everything that he has had to say, that his name has been sullied, he has been vilified unfairly. I mean, a lot of the questions people would have had going into today is whether Tubbs will be back on radio, on Irish radio, on RTE in the short term. And it is very, very hard to imagine that vista at the moment, certainly given what he has had to say about RTE today. We're going to get the view of, of industry experts on that very question in just a few minutes. A little bit later in the show, shortly after five o'clock, Kevin Backhurst, the new Director General, the man tasked with fixing all of these problems, he is going to be uh, joining me. So lots of things to talk to him about. Listen, given so many of you I know have been following it as well, following the analysis uh, and the coverage here on News Talk, maybe watching live streams of Oireachtas uh, TV. I got a text from my wife this morning, uh, a text I never thought I would ever get from her. Can you make sure that we're recording Oireachtas TV on Sky before you go to work? Um, and others will have been reading updates throughout the day. Uh, uh, I'd like to hear your views. Well, what do you make of the explanations offered to those Oireachtas committees and to us, by extension, the public, the taxpayer, the licence fee payer, by Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly today. 087-1400-106. If you were busy and you couldn't follow it in great detail, never fear, because Sean Defoe, our political correspondent, was doing exactly that. Uh, Sean, I guess we should probably start with the man of the hour. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hour four in the Big Brother house here and everyone is getting a little bit cranky. A lot of the committee members are treading over the same ground that's been going on. Ryan Tuberty, you know, trying to portray himself, I suppose, really is the victim in all this. And there is very much an argument that he could be the victim if you believe all the different documents that that are there, Uh, certainly in terms of his future career prospects, even saying in the last few minutes that while he wants to return to the radio next week, he could be out of a job by Friday and he spoke a bit earlier on sort of in the views of some committee members certainly over at times he spoke about a, a foot high pile of letters and correspondence that he had uh, been given from from people around the country who've been writing to him some of them coming to him just addressed Ryan Tuberty Dublin and the effect that it's had on him Peter Fitzpatrick questioned that just at the committee there and there was some really really sharp exchanges between him and Ryan Tuberty but here's a flavour of what he's had to say about what the last three weeks has has had a, what kind of an impetus on them? I think my reputation has been sullied. I'm deeply upset. I'm hurt. I am in. I'm. I'm. It's hard to leave the house if you really, really want me to be honest about it. Um. So for what? I spent three weeks watching people telling stories. And just and, 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 and sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, leaving no. a gap. I'm, I'm, forgive me. It's a comment, not a full stop. But. 
I know, like, I'm not looking for sympathy now or, or, or violin. I, I'm simply saying to you, you're, you asked me the, the question and you bring up, like, the kids. My relationship with the children of Ireland is so important to me. I know that sounds grandiose, but actually it is. I want them to be happy and hopeful and proud to be Irish and read lots of books and just be wonderful young people. You know, that, that doesn't change, you know. But what's happened in the last three weeks... Like right, that's what Ryan Tuberty had to say when asked how he was coping on an individual level. What about his agent, Noel Kelly? What has he been saying, Sean? Yeah, he's been coming under a lot of fire in the last, I suppose, two hours of this committee. A lot of the start of it focused on Ryan Tuberty uh, and Noel Kelly increasingly drawing the ire, I suppose, of members of the committee where they're saying, you know, Tuberty has sort of handled himself pretty well. They have a lot more questions because pretty much everything that has been asked, Noel Kelly has said, well, that was Ortiz's fault or that was an Ortiz matter. In the opening statement, that was the big revelation was this email they had that Breed O'Keefe, the former chief financial officer, had in fact given a written guarantee that the Renault deal, the €75,000 a year, would be underwritten. Committee members now sort of picking at that particular deal and saying, well, well, yeah, it might have been underwritten and that's fine, but it was still Noel Kelly's company who raised the invoices and still Noel Kelly's company who, when told by Ortiz to make them anonymous, still raised them and didn't really question that. Alan Dillon has been one of the best questioners at the committee today. He happens to be on both PAC and the media committee. And here's some of what he had to say to Noel Kelly earlier. He was the face of it. Do you? And, 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 and that's where it started. And, and it's been working in, this, in its own vacuum for the last two and, a, two and a half weeks, where that's why we wanted to come in. We want to talk to you. We want to tell you everything that we know, because it's been very hard looking at so many untruths do you, Definitely been told. Yeah, do you accept responsibility that your actions have been reckless in nature when dealing with RT on this matter? No, I don't. We have just always followed process of every single time. RT is a 350 million euro organisation. The hundred sorry, in 2021, 190 million was licensed so, free, so, and, so, and so 100, Kelly, sorry, 148 so Kelly, million was, so Mr, was commercial. Sorry, so, Mr. Kelly. Let me let me so, ask the next like, question. So you're trying to put the sole blame on RTE here? Is in relation correct? to? In relation to this payment scandal? Yes, completely. And does it not take two to tango, Mr Kelly? But we were just following process. We were, we were just working under instructions from RTE. All right, that's what Noel Kelly had to say in response to questions from Alan Dillon, uh, the TD. Uh, what about the, uh, the other members of the uh, committee, uh, Sean? What have they been saying? What questions have they been asking? Well, look, it's, it's been broad. It's been sort of across uh, the way whether, Mr., you know, Ryan Tuberty uh, was okay with getting paid what he was and getting a letter of comfort that it wouldn't be cut when other people in RTE were struggling. And he sort of has been pointing back to the, the overall cut that he took in pay from 2012 to 2020 being in around the region of 40%. But at, at the moment, you know, quite aside from from uh, all the bigger picture stuff that really can't be answered by Ryan Tuberty and, and, um, and Noel Kelly in relation to, to the RTE side and their seeming confidence of interest there. People keep going back to that scab of really is it credible to say that all of this is or is on RT, that there isn't some blame on either Ryan Tuberty for, you know, not questioning where the money was coming from, or again, Noel Kelly, and, and he came under fire from Catherine Murphy, obviously a veteran of the, the Public Accounts Committee, uh, who picked at that particular scab. So essentially, both sides were complicit in what the chair of the, the board said, you know, designed to deceive um, uh, and so 
like, do you accept that, uh, or did you challenge that, you know, that this... We, we were deceived. We, were, we now know Judd Sarver the arrangement on the But you, you issued the invoices, like, do you know... I mean, but but if, if I could just explain, we weren't consulted about it, nor were we told at any stage of the nature no, of it, and we were instructed by RT no, the I'm, second and I'm, third I'm, invoices I'm, I'm, on the Red Road Roadshow to make out the invoices to artists I'm, for consultancy I'm, I'm, services. Look, we sent them to RT who you, would look out... You, you have a number of companies. You know what it is to raise an invoice. You, did, you, you took instructions from RT sure. without, without challenge. Um, and essentially, there's there's a moral and legal imperative around that. Um, you know, essentially, um, and I'd like to ask Mr. Toberty. Um, Sorry, can, um, can I just you know, finish that? Know, I, At the time, we didn't know who Astus was, and we yes, presumed no, no, that they had, they, had, they had a relationship no, no, with moving, Renault, on, and we were following instructions. I, I want this. And we got paid by Astus, not by, not by RTE. Yeah, this following instructions. It's kind of it's called the New Nuremberg defence. Well, actually, it's funny. I hadn't heard that clip and that was exactly uh, the phrase that was sprung into my mind as I was listening to it. We were just following uh, orders. Uh, that was Noel Kelly responding to questions uh, from the Social Democrat uh, TD, Catherine Murphy. Uh, Sean Defoe, our political correspondent. Sean, thank you very much uh, for that. The, the, the second committee, the media committee, is ongoing. So we might touch base again, uh, Sean, with you a little bit later in the show and you can update us on exactly what has happened and what has transpired there. But with us now is Terry Prone, uh, Chairman of the Communications Clinic and columnist with the Irish Examiner. Uh, Terry, we might start with Noel Kelly, actually. Um, uh, maybe it feels a little incongruous, but we've just wrapped up with, with a clip of, of, of Noel Kelly. So we'll start there. Um, I mean, it is the Nuremberg defence, isn't it? Kind of, we, we didn't ask any questions. We just did what we were told. It's very interesting, Kieran. I This struck me about two hours into it, and I thought, I'm not going to use that description. I'm not going to talk about the Nazis. I'm not going to talk about Eichmann. And then Catherine Murphy just walked straight into it. And, of course, the defence is I was simply following orders. And it was the most unexpected defence from Noel Kelly because, you know, the, the portrayal of Noel Kelly in media over the last two weeks since this thing blew, is that he is Mr. Power. He is the strongest guy in the room. Everybody cowers when he arrives. And here was this man saying he never asked questions. He never queried the, not the legality, but the appropriateness of sending in invoices for a consultancy when clearly Ryan has never given consultancy to anybody about anything. So it was a weird shift in position by Noel Kelly today. Um, I mean, we have to talk then about uh, Ryan Tuberty as well. He started the day by by, uh, uh, proffering to the committee's his opening statements, these seven untruths, which he he, he talked through in, in some detail as well. Um, I mean, it was a, a pretty powerful message. It was powerfully delivered uh, before the Public Accounts Committee. He was banging the table. I saw somebody describing it as kind of his Atticus Finch moment. Um, how did you assess that approach from Ryan Tuberty and did his punches land? Uh, I it, the, the punches didn't land. First of all, uh, the, the seven uh, material untruths approach um, was a weird mistake because as he went through them, 
um, it was clear that he was creating straw men, that these things were not lies. In many cases, they weren't even relevant. Um, he was talking about um, people saying that he was this and that, for example, that he had taken... Uh, been overpaid in a covert way by Orti. That was never the accusation. Nobody, even in Orti, who are really good and furious with Ryan, nobody has suggested that he was overpaid. The covert payment was reducing the level of his pay cut. That was the problem and the fact that it was covert and nobody knew about it and so he was getting the credit for being one of us taking pay cuts mm. when in fact he was getting this through the back door. But the, the, the shift throughout the day has been fascinating with Ryan because he started this Atticus Finch stuff. Then he moved into um, trying to meet questioners halfway. I understand the, the room for perception issues there. I the blah blah blah. But but he was then moving into um a pleading uh, a statement of how upset he was. He talked about the past two weeks having been torturous and that there was a humanity bypass. He later on got into a thing about a feather that I couldn't quite follow it, but it seemed to be that once a feather is out of a pillow, it's very difficult to get back into the pillow. And the point being made was that his reputation had been damaged. His reputation was the feather that you couldn't get back into the mm -hmm. pillow. So effectively, the second half of his appearances today was largely devoted to him saying and actually stating that this is why he's in such a state that, sorry, this quote, this is why I'm in such a terrible state, saying I could be out of a job by Friday. But in the last 20 minutes, um, I don't think Sean Defoe would have seen this one in the, in the media committee, um, he has got very ratty. He's now clearly sick of the way that he's being treated and sick of some of the uh, people who are treating him that way. And he's getting into monosyllabic answers. No. Yes. And simply not taking mm. the, what you might call, if you were minded to, the abuse from some of the TDs. Um, I, I, I have to, um, kind of defend Ryan for a moment because the 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 way you phrase it that you know the money paid to him through the back door to to soften the blow of of his new contract being less valuable than the previous one like he he addressed that and actually that's what when he made that um that comment that you you, you quote you know about you know accepting the the uh the the room for misconception or per misperceptions um what what Ryan Tuberty wants us to believe uh is that the Renault deal was completely independent of the new contract. It just so happened to be negotiated at the exact same time and it just so happened to involve almost all the parties involved in his contract negotiation and it just so happened to involve one of RTE's biggest commercial clients. It's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? And it just so happened that eventually RTE was on the hook for paying him yes. indirectly. It is a bit of a stretch. It'll be interesting to see, Karen, how much 
ordinary people watching, whether they're in pubs or in old people's homes or in their sitting rooms, um, how sympathetic they feel towards Ryan, because he certainly made uh, a repeated bid for sympathy all the way along. Whereas Noel Kelly was seeking to talk over people. It's always a mistake to try and talk mm. over people when they have the power. Um, he was repeating himself ad nauseum. And he kept saying that RT was a 360 million uh, euro business. Who frankly gives a sugar? <laughs> and all of the time, this seemed to be to deflect from questioners who were incredulous. Now, let's be clear, on some things, Noel Kelly was both interesting and believable. He described his relationship with Dee Forbes, which you know has been uh, portrayed as being incredibly intimate. They were practically living in each other's pockets. He said that he never met her without her lawyers and his lawyers never had a cup of tea with her, never had lunch, never had dinner. So I think, I, I suspect that's provable. And that would certainly skew the, mm. the popular perception that's been established over the last two weeks. You, you mentioned, um, uh, before I let you go, I want to ask you this, you mentioned kind of the, the, the plain people of Ireland, as we'll describe them watching this, and I include myself in that description. The question a lot of them will have had going into today is whether Ryan would be back on air. Would he do enough today to get himself back on the schedule on RT Radio 1 at 9 o'clock next Monday morning? What do you think? I think it's extraordinarily doubtful that he would be back next Monday morning. I think that the damage done to the relationship between his agent on his behalf and RTE today has been profound. I think that Ryan has reached over all of that to the plain people of Ireland, effectively saying, not effectively saying, but actually saying, this is all I have. And it will be now up to the new director general to decide, is this going to show us to be more generous if we find a way to almost give him a sabbatical and then bring him back in some way? I simply don't see it happening in the immediate future. Well, that new director general is Kevin Backhurst, who's going to be joining me here in studio shortly after five o'clock. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, Terry, pleasure as always. And thank you very, very much. Terry Prone is chairman of the communications clinic and a columnist with the Irish Examiner. And before her, her we, we spoke to Sean DeVore, political correspondent. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.